Hello everyone, welcome to No More Words with JTI. Thank you for tuning in. It's indeed a beautiful month, the month of February, aka the month of love. <laughs> I know that by now you would have seen a lot of programs, a lot of events, in fact, even a lot of podcasts targeted to us, you know enlightening people on the subject of love and you know giving the people um, giving people you know the platform to share with one another to show love to one another and all the beautiful things <laughs> that connect with love but for us we're also going to be discussing something awesome in regards to the subject but on a different level you know and I want you to stay tuned with me. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. Coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Okay, so in this month, we are going to be discussing something beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And I titled it Made in Love. Mm. I know you're wondering what she's trying to say. What does it mean to be made in love? You know, <laughs> um, I trust the Holy Spirit that through this teaching, your mindset and um, your definition of love will be improved, will be transformed, and you have a better perspective of that subject. All right. Well, um, just, you know, to talk a little bit on the topic, you know, when you hear the word made in something, you know, whenever, whenever people want to get, you know, a product, they are always concerned about the make. They want to find out who, what is the brand, who, who made this, where is it made from, all right? And all that. We have, you know, some brands that have quality designs and over time, a lot of people patronize them because they have proven time and time again that their products are, you know, of a good quality. And, and, and that's why, you know, where you hear some brand's name, some brand name, you expect to pay much <laughs> because the value they're actually giving you is um, worth it. So the 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 purchase or or the charge for those products are high because of their make. Okay, so that's the same thing about us. We make meat from somewhere. I don't know. There are a lot of, you know, theories about the making of man, but I'm a believer. I'm a child of God. And that's the perspective I'm trying to come from in this podcast. The Bible says to us that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it talks about the whole story of creation. And finally, on the sixth day, the Lord 
meant something special. It's indeed special because for every other thing that God made, he spoke them into existence. And he, he didn't, you know, bring to our notice that it was a cumulative effect. It was, um, it was a teamwork until this particular product he wanted to make. All right. So in verse 26, there about 26, 27, he started telling, he started saying something like, let us make man. It's, it's one thing for you to say, I want to make something, but it's also, you know, on a higher level, when you say, I want to make something in my image. So God didn't just stop in saying he wants to make man. He said, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. Oh, wow. Amazing. 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 You know that, that until you know God, maybe that thing, that, that word will never move you. All right. Until you know who God truly is, you may never understand that statement that God says, I want to make man in my image and in my likeness. Right, but that that's not what I'm going into. But I want to tell you, this was what um this was how man was made. He was made in the image and in the likeness of God. I know he was formed from the dust, but he's not dust. Alright, he's just his body is formed with dust, but the real man is made in the image and in the likeness of God. Because if you read through the scripture, you discover that man is not just his body, but man is a spirit. And that spirit part of him was made in the image and in the likeness of God. All right. Why did I go back to the beginning? Because um, the truth is that in the Old Testament, we never really had some revelations about God until the coming of Jesus. And that's why it is best to see God in the light of Jesus' testimony. I didn't say holy men of old didn't, you know, speak about God in the revelations they had. And the Bible says it was, the scripture was actually inspired by the Holy Spirit using this holy men. But I believe that the best description of our father the best description of God. I could call him the father because no one revealed him that way except Jesus. So Jesus is the best, you know, um, his testimony is the best description of God, right? And, and when he came, he made us see him as a father, right? He made us see him. He made us see a nature of God we've never seen mostly in the Old Testament, his love, his love, his love. And and that's why a person like John who stayed with Jesus could catch the revelation. And when he was writing in First John, he described that God is love. I think that's the 
best description you can have about God. Some people know him in different light. And I'm not saying that he has never shown himself to be that. All right. But the latest version <laughs> and the revelation about our God, our Father, is that he is love. All right. So in the beginning, when he was made in the he was making man in his image and in his likeness. Right? That means he made man in the image of his love. If God is love, that means man was made in image of love and in the likeness of love. <laughs> yeah. That's who he is. And that's why you see, no matter the ethnicity, no matter the race, the tribe, the people, there is one thing that is common to every man. We want to love and we want to be loved. You might have heard stories of very, you know, maybe assassins, murderers, you know, terrible guys, even people who have committed suicide, people who, you know, have done terrible things. You wonder, what? Why did these people do this? Do they, do they, do they even have a heart? The truth remains that no matter how wicked a man is, the power of love can break down that man. Everyone wants to love and everyone wants to be loved. And you see that some of those people that ended up the way they ended is because of the perspective of love they had. They were probably rejected. They were probably assaulted. They were probably insulted. And that made them you know become so terrible that they are on a journey of revenge but that's not where we're going today but i i want you to think about it why do you think that man is never tired on the subject of love like think about it you know let me bring it home <laughs> let me bring it home where you are trying to organize a program and you're trying to get people to attend you may have to put more effort when it has to do with you know some other areas that are not so con and so people do not take seriously but if you are doing a program in line with relationships love marriage you don't need too much dragging man <laughs> You see that there is a high level of response. Some I've gone to relationship pro seminars. I've gone for marriage talks. And sometimes I just feel like I'm hearing the same thing over and over again. Maybe in a different way. But it seems like it's the same thing being spoken of over and over again. And people ask the same question. You know, you never you wonder why are people still asking this question? Haven't they got an answer to it? But that's man. He's never tired. He wants to find a better way to improve himself. He wants to be loved. He wants to give love. You know, he wants to feel loved, you know, and all that. You you hear of crazy things that people do. A young teenage boy who goes to steal from his dad because he wants to impress a girl that he feels he loves. He wants to get her something. 
all right, a, 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 a young woman who wants to commit suicide or who lost her mind because she felt that the person she gave herself to, the person she thought who loved her, you know, left her. I remember experience, I think my brother shared with me when they went to um, a psych ward or the, the, for, you know, for an outreach and a girl, really beautiful, she had apparently lost her mind and was brought there for rehab and all that. And one of the things when he got talking to her, she, she was asking questions like, am I not beautiful? Why, what do you see about me? Why would, you know, this guy that I, I thought he loved me, he left me, he married someone else. And thank God she was saved by her relatives because what that what the result and effect of that is that she wanted to commit suicide. Have you wondered a lot of women are on the street selling under the hot sun? You know, they're taking up three to four jobs. And when you ask them, they say, oh, I'm doing it for my children. I love my children. I don't want them to suffer. I don't want my children to go through the things that I'm going through. You hear things like that, all right? You you see a young girl who is ready to give herself to, you know, she's ready to give her body to a man just to prove to him that she loves him. These are the things that we see, all right? The truth is, it, the man is made in the image of love and he wants to love and to be loved. The problem now is that at his fallen state, he has lost the true essence of his existence and have limited the knowledge of love to his experiences and physical needs. All right, so... You see, for probably a girl who has a father who never cared for her, who never provided for her, who never gave her, you know, the things that she needs growing up, such a young girl, she could probably find a man who now, you know, gives her gifts for her that can be loved because she never received it from her father. Or a young boy who had never been affirmed by his parents you know they're always speaking negative words to him and he comes across to someone who believes in him who affirms him for him that can be defined as love so many times the you know our understanding of love is limited by our experiences all right and and that's the problem because once your your definition of love is limited by experiences you would never really understand the god kind of love all right so in this um series we're going to be talking about you know the different types of love which i know we know them but i just want to you know bring them to a light uh, bring us bring them to you know to light for us to see them in 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 god's perspective because you know, until you see things from God's perspective, you will remain in a limited, you know, knowledge of that thing. Because God's word is not just truth, but it is the truth. 
It is greater than any man's experience. Hallelujah. All right. So I, I, I was listening to Pastor Michael Todd, and, oh, such a great preacher of God's word. And one time he was talking about that love is not just a feeling. He said that love is directly connected to value. And I want to add as well that love has a, there is a connection between love and self-worth. Your knowledge of love affects how you see yourself. Your knowledge of love affects how you see yourself. If you don't see yourself in um um in the right way, it would it shows how you're going to receive love. It tells how you're going to also give love. Your value system affects your perspective of love and vice versa. Your knowledge of love also affects your value system. So it is, you know, intertwined. So we have a lot of people that are victims of love. And this has terribly affected their self-esteem. People are willing to do some things that are inhuman just because they want to prove that they love someone or they want to show, you know, love to someone or receive love from someone. So we, we, we were looking at these dimensions and we're going to now dissect love in God's perspective. That's what we're going to do. In this month but I want to ask you a question because um, I've, I've said a lot of things this is just an introduction of what we're going to be discussing furthermore but I want to ask you a question what is your own perspective of love what is your own ideology or your mindset about love when we talk about God's love have you really experienced it have you been there? Have you really experienced the love of God? Or is just, you know, one of those things that you hear often and you wonder how true it is? Do you just know John 3.16 as a children's memory of us and have never really truly experienced it? All right? John 3.16 that says, For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have an everlasting life. Have you ever thought about that as true or just one of those things that the religious book says? You know, these are the things that we need to look inwards to find out. But today, I'm just majoring on the fact that it's okay to want to be loved. It's not a terrible thing to say, why do I want someone to love me? Why do I want acceptance? You know, because love can also be seen as acceptance. Why do I want, you know, some sudden experience? You know, you go on Instagram, you see a lot of posts, you see a lot of people celebrating love. It could be for marriage, it could be for children, it could be that, oh, you know, they got a new, um, they have gifts. You know, so people are celebrating things and you're wondering, 
does anyone like me? Why do I feel this way? Why is nobody coming to me? Why is nobody showing love to me? You know, you begin to ask yourself those questions. You were made in the image of love and God didn't make you to be isolated. God didn't make you. See, you just imagine after making man, he looked at Adam and said, it is not good for this man to be alone. One of the reasons why Eve was made is that he has fellowship with her husband. And, you know, it's more like an exchange of love, right? It was a love relationship God created in the Garden of Eden. So your plight of wanting to be loved is not a sin. But how can you be loved rightly? What is the right way to receive love and to give love? That's what we're going to be talking about in this season. So you were made in the image and the likeness of love. But you will never really understand the true essence of love until you know God. Because he is love personified. He is the true expression of love. Now, the question I'm going to be answering next week is going to be, how do I receive this love? Or what is, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about the love of God. We're going to, you know, look inward. We're going to look deep into God's word and describe what the love of God really, truly is. And then we're now going to talk more on how to receive it glory to god glory to god so i want to leave you with this that you were made in the image and in the likeness of love and you were loved you were loved you were loved even if no man has shown that to you your maker already created that environment for you to be born into your maker has already proven his love to you. You may not have known it, but the one who really matters loves you. The one who truly matters loves you. God loves you. Jesus loves you. He gave himself for you. And it's not just a story. It is true. Your words is not money your words is not riches your words is the blood of jesus and that is like saying that your word is the life of jesus well who is jesus <laughs> who is jesus so we're going to talk more on that by the subsequent series on this podcast but i just wanted to just do an introduction and let you see that you were made in the image and in the likeness of love. And so it is not evil to want to love and to also show love to others. All right, so we're going to continue next week. I trust that you've learned one or two things today. And I pray that through the season, someone's value system will 
come back to life. I pray that you will become transformed. I pray that you begin to see yourself in the light of God's love. Thank you for staying with me today. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed week ahead.